Hello everybody and welcome to Broom Vagoon. You will not get there without any tips. Our tips. Our tip top Tuesdays because today being the last Tuesday of the month I'm gonna be here together with Simon talking about some tips and stuff on the cycling life. So be prepared and be sure that you are gonna share this episode with all of your friends that are cycling fanatics, like my friend Jasper likes to say, or just bicycle lovers, let's put it in that way. And it's pretty easy to do it. Just find and look for Broom Vagon or Broom Vagoon, as I like to say, on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, and also Spotify, your favorite platform, Spotify. And it's gonna be super easy clicking on the share button and really put it in your social media so that everybody can listen to these amazing episodes and to this great piece of content that I'm creating together with my guests all the time. I was talking about social media, right? So don't forget about Calamaro CC both on Instagram and Facebook and Red Calamaro on Twitter. Pretty interesting stuff over there. You Maybe you are thinking, wow, why Stefano is speaking so fast? He's so in a hurry. Well, super easy. It's 12 and 21 in Sunday morning and I have a flight in one hour and a half because I'm flying to Berlin to spend a week there because of some bureaucratic stuff. That's something that is not really interesting for you. But anyways, I'm gonna spend the week there and I'm gonna meet a lot of friends. So probably you're gonna find something in my social media. But most important thing, I still need to shower and to put this computer inside of the bag and then fly to Berlin. So I'm really in a hurry because I need really to catch that flight. And probably I'm gonna also edit this episode directly on the flight that is gonna bring me to Berlin. So for now, anything else to say, then listen to the Tip Top Tuesday, and it is now! It's It's another Tuesday, as usual, another last Tuesday of the month, and as usual, I'm here together with Simon. Ciao, Simon, how are you doing? Hello, ciao! Very, very good, even if it's freezing cold. It's completely freezing cold. And today, apart from freezing my ass, as usual, I also add something like freezing ants or stuff like this. I think that off- offline we had to do something like kind of a brainstorming about gloves, really, because we are more used to that. <laughs> it's becoming a problem, huh? Eh? <laughs> no, uh, maybe a bit too much for my taste. But anyways, I, I can tell you, I don't know what's going on over here, but I was having way less problems on riding the bicycle in Berlin than here. Probably because last year I lost something like three pairs of gloves, and this year I have just the shitty one with me. <laughs> Coincidence. Probably this is the reason. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, having the right gear, I believe, is always the same. It's always a good thing. But yeah, this time I'm having a lot of problems. How is your off season? Is do- I think you started already with the on season, right? Why? Well, yes and no. So I'm I'm preparing like the base training now for a couple of months. So. It's. I started the 2019 season, but in terms of intensity, it's it's still off season. So well, pretty pretty chill, pretty relaxed. So talking about the thing that is not actually the really the topic of today, but when you say something like the basic of the training for the winter and for next season, you mean that you are doing something like one, two, three, five hundred kilometers ride and. Uh, slow and just enjoying right yeah i'm going we did 110 kilometers on on sunday going going around to to ferrara uh which is uh like yeah close to bologna uh, yeah relaxing on flat roads sometimes you do some some threshold but yeah, you're, you're just not pushing too much on intervals or stuff like that you're a little bit you have some freedom in eating uh, all the stuff. So you are not watching at the power meter in this period? Of course I am. Well, why, <laughs> you, so, I don't know. why should not do it? It's like watching TV or following your favorite TV series. It's like waiting for Game of Thrones. It's the same thing. You have to watch it. <laughs> uh, that's it. 
Uh, come on, I really hate you. By the way, let's go on. I don't know why I invited you to this podcast, really. No, uh, no I, I was kidding. To be honest, uh, right now... Um... No, 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 no. You are not kidding. I can see yourself. Also because all of us heard you, that you were clicking on the mouse. I know <laughs> it already. That you are in one of your the heavy uh, kind of softwares where you are checking which one is your threshold. Okay, <laughs> let's worry. have a look to the heartbeat. Let's have a look to the power, maximum power. I know you. That's my favorite app on my on my laptop. <laughs> okay, okay. No, that's really something. Yeah, you're already getting me crazy. Anyways, okay. Let's talk about something that is going to be pretty interesting also because it's cold, as we were saying. We are running into also the Christmas season. Let's put it also in that way. So we have to talk about food. Everybody loves food. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, because for my side, and, you know, when you're talking about food, especially in this period, there is only one huge keyword that is really it's kind, kind of um, lighting around like a neon thing or whatever, and it's chocolate. <laughs> I'm also in the land of chocolate, so... You moved to Switzerland, what were you expecting? <laughs> it's just, it's really a pain. It's really a pain because one day at the office, ah, you know what, I brought chocolate for uh, from here. I brought chocolate for my birthday. I brought chocolate because I like chocolate. And then the day after, you are waiting yourself, you are on the scale, pam, five kilos more. <laughs> I started doing a lot of home office. At least I'm not eating chocolate because once they are giving you chocolate, you eat chocolate. (laughs) Uh, I can already see how is your nutrition table. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, exactly. This is the topic of today. Kind of, let's say, nutrition table, as you were saying, a bit more divided into uh, nutrition during the training season, during the ride, long ride season. And also something like something like that we are doing in the everyday life. We all know how it's gonna go. So let's start. Start. Pick up the beginning. Start from where you want. Just start. Okay. Uh, what do What do you want? Races or training or usual life? What What do you eat connected to cycling? I would keep usual life at the end because there we are gonna laugh as crazy, and you don't want to start laughing as crazy. So let's start from the training. Let's do it that way. Okay, training. Yeah. Um. So you. Uh, I think you want to know what do I eat before or after a training or during a training, right? Uh, see, let's say that uh, you are, because training, we can keep it on something like just before the ride, during the ride, and after the ride, more or less, yeah. and depending also on the on the life that we have there. So let's start from there. Yeah, usually, uh, in my experience, what, what I like, before the ride, uh, it can, can vary a bit. Uh, um, sometimes I do some trainings where I don't eat before also for a longer period to make them on, a, on an empty stomach, uh, generally because that helps some certain uh, aspects of, of training. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's not for everything. It's usually uh, better if you do it on low intensity. Okay. But it has a great metabolic effect. But it's just occasionally. Uh, if I can, and if I, especially during uh, yeah, spring or summer, I take a small sandwich with my, uh, some bananas, some biscuits, or w- whatever I find around the house. So I grab something and I jump on the bike. I try to find peanut butter because I love it. And if I don't find it, I search for it again. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, then I, I just smash everything in my mouth and jump on the bike. Uh, I, I don't have any problems digesting things on the bike. So that's. I'm lucky on that. Yeah, lucky you. Now, for me, actually, training, really, when I'm talking about training, I'm talking, for example, the things that I'm doing before work or so the rides that I'm doing during the week, before work or straight after work or whatever. And usually I don't eat anything. If usually I provide my favorite time of the year, uh, of the day, sorry, when to train is before going to work. And usually this means that I just wake up, wash my face, jump into the bib and go out without breakfast. And I usually have something like a backup bar with me just not to die completely. But I also feel completely your point of uh, 
training. Obviously, these are training that can last max something like 75 minutes, not more. Otherwise, I will really die. But that's something that really helps me in the, in the metabolism and stuff. And usually, these are things that I do during spring because I've eaten too much during winter and I have to <laughs> cut a bit my weight. Otherwise, so, it doesn't work. So you have your sins and you have to redeem <laughs> yourself. Okay. I do it just to, for suffering, you know, just not because you are not losing any weight doing it in that way. You know it better than myself. But I do it because now you have to suffer. You have to drink all the shitty wine till the end because you have eaten too much and now you have to suffer, man. That's why I do it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think as I was telling you, exactly. And then as I was saying, during this kind of rides, Usually I bring with me something like, I don't know, a bar or yeah, my favorite bars, the cheap, the chimp bars are really, chimpanzee bars are the best yeah. in the world, I believe. They are vegan, they are tasty, they are organic, and they, I believe that Andre also chose really carefully the flavors that are amazing. Now, for example, I'm smashing regularly the chocolate one. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> also, the peanut butter one are great. So. <laughs> yeah, peanut butter, go for peanut butter. <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, this is usually my ride. And then for me, also training means during the weekend and uh, for this longer period of time, for me, is exactly like you do. In this thing, we are completely agreeing. I usually wake up in the morning and try to find what I have. So it should be really, really a various thing. Otherwise, you're getting bored of the same breakfast. So it can be cereals, can be a salmon, can be avocado. Avocado is my favorite one. Avocado with chocolate, again, it's amazing. Marmalade, anything you find around. And also another thing that I really can tell you, during this kind of long rides for training or whatever, I usually don't bring any bar with me. Because I prefer to bring with me something like homemade pizza or pizza, sorry, not pizza, pizza or homemade crostata. And this is the best. So I can share it also with the people close to myself. But you mean during during races, during longer rides or? No, during the training, longer rides. Uh, 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 okay. During the races, I usually bring the bar because they are a bit more, uh, let's say, they are, you are handling a bit better the thing. They are a bit more handy. So. Yeah, yeah. For myself, during the ride, I have a rule of thumb. So... I calculate the time that I, I will stay on the bike. And for every hour past the first, I bring with me two pieces. So it can be either bars or gels or also biscuits. doesn't really matter. But in order to have two items to eat after the first hour, so one item every half an hour. Okay. But you're doing the same thing also during your races or? During the races, yes. Uh, I probably add uh, an extra gel every hour. Okay. Because you just go on higher intensity and gels are easier to, to pour down. So, but yeah, it can, it can vary a lot. Uh, during trainings, I sometimes take biscuits or stuff that are not so easy to handle. So if I stop, I have the time to, no. to eat them. But uh, overall, in, yeah, during races, I, as you were saying before, the, the chimpanzee bars are, are, are very good. Also, the gels uh, are handy, um, so they, they don't fill your mouth, and it goes well, just works. Um, talking about still going back to our, let's say, training and long rides during training or whatever what do you usually drink there during the training yes um yeah it depends a little bit uh if it's a shorter ride usually it's just some some water uh, if it's a longer one i have at least one bottle with uh, maltodextrins and one with water so one with some sugars uh but yeah then you fill it up uh, also here the rule of thumb is one bottle per, per every hour. Okay. So at, at least that. Yeah. If I finish the two bottles, I stop and refill them because other way I, I suffer too much. No, yeah, yeah. Water is really way more important in my opinion than also food. Obviously, you cannot miss food, but you can miss something like one of your half an hour, hour portion without having too many pro problems and troubles. But if you finish your drink, it's a pain. Yeah. I remember there was one ride, one training ride that was pretty hard that I did uh, last summer where I spent in total about six hours on the bike and it was in the in midsummer. 
During the ride, I drank about four liters and a half, five of water. And at the end of the, the ride, I was waiting three kilograms less before <laughs> than compared to the, what I was waiting before the start. Okay, we are starting here the classic way of telling stories or our fairy tales. I have to tell you this story. Once, it was one of my first rides. It was in my, or now famous, everybody knows it, but travel bikepacking that I was doing in Albania. And then at the end, actually, we crossed already the border for with Greece, but we were really going into the desert from Albania to Greece. There was this huge gravel ride that we have done. It was more or less a bit less than 200 kilometers. I finished my water after after half an hour. So after let's say um, 180 kilometers or whatever, I was completely dying because I was not drinking for ages at that point. And then I stopped to the arbor where there was something like a small fountain with water that you have to, to turn it on and make it. Probably they were just cleaning the ships there, the boats. This was the only thing that they were doing. Obviously, I fulfilled all my bottles. I remember that I drank something like one liter of water straight away. Well, that night... I had some pain and the pain in the ass was the thing. It was not because of the saddle. I lost, I remember that I went back home because this is actually where, these were actually the last two days of my, of my travel. And I just, in the last two days, I, I think that I was cycling just something like 25 kilometers just to go home. I went back home. I suffered still because I had dysenteria for one week, one long week. I went back home and I, I jumped on the scale and actually the scale was saying 15 kilos less. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really suffering. And also there was um, the mother of a friend of mine, that was a friend of mine that actually brought me to this travel, that told me, I think that you have cholera, so you have to go to the hospital. Ah, it's going to be fine. Anyways, I'm still alive. I'm still on the bicycle, so it's fine. <laughs> you survived. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. We're talking, so it's fine. But never, out there, people, never drink shitty water. At least bring with you one of those pills that helps you to disinfect a bit of water, whatever. I think that you have, if you are in the middle of Kyrgyzstan, for example, this would not help. But at least I believe that into Europe can be and helpful. Uh, then we were saying, still talking about training, what do you usually eat after a long day training on the bicycle? That, that is probably the, the most important thing that you have to do after a training. So I consider it part of the training, uh, like eating properly after a good training session. So uh, if I'm in a hurry, I take a recovery drink. Okay. So that has to be very quick. And needs to needs to happen in let's say 15, 10, 15, 20 minutes after you finish. So the recovery drink can be either the powders that you, you can buy or chocolate milk is also very, very good and much easier to find. Or just make a smoothie. You can put that in some fruits, better if there are some red fruits, eggs, um, some milk, and that's it. That that works. You just have to keep in mind that you need around 20, 25 grams of proteins um, to, yeah, to help your muscles to, to rebuild. And then, yeah, some biscuits, whatever I can find. But in, it's important to have uh, an injection of, of proteins and carbs very shortly after the ride. Well, I can tell you that I don't know. It's actually my rule. Follow your, uh, let's say, your ratio that you were mentioning. But usually, okay, just put something in a huge bracket. Usually I drink beer beers only when I have with friends or stuff. Otherwise, especially in the summer or stuff like this, I pause the drinking of beer first because I need to lose weight. And second thing, because otherwise I like it too much and I will end up drinking five liters of beer. So this usually don't happen. Otherwise, beer is my thing. Otherwise, the thing that I do still, because I'm talking a lot about losing weight or stuff, but usually the thing that I do straight away after a ride, I eat or I drink, just depends on what I find and what I want, something like a huge portion of gelato. Ice cream is the thing. Something like, I don't know, if I have the, the box of ice cream with me, um, usually I eat half of it, something like 250 grams. 
which which is actually pretty pretty okay because it's similar to the chocolate milk. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good combination actually. <laughs> so this is the thing. So could be gelato. The best, the most important. So usually, if I have it at home, usually it's shitty gelato, something like I don't know, uh, nut or whatever stuff that is not chola. Not chola is my favorite one. Uh, otherwise, if I'm outside, I just take something like the biggest cone that you can have, and they say only pistachio. Pistachio oh, wow. is the thing because it's my favorite one. And usually, it's one of two of those. Otherwise, another thing that I do still, if I'm not in the mood of gelato, whatever, I do something like um, a frappe smoothie or stuff like this with, um, yeah, usually soy ice cream or stuff like this, then soy milk. And because you are really something like really close to the devil that I know, and then you actually pass me completely the illness of eating the peanut butter, I put yeah, a spoon of peanut butter inside and a banana. <laughs> And that's it. It's lovely thing. So, so this kind of smoothie, you know, ice cream, milk, or soya milk. I don't eat usually dairy milk because I cannot digest it. A spoon of peanut butter and a banana. Wow. Uh, you are in heaven again. You know, as, as you were saying, it's a wonderful combination between proteins and fat and uh, a bit of sugarish taste that, it, that is the thing that you like. So It's actually true. So... Good, good. <laughs> yeah. And then I, at that point, I can't wait to arrive to dinner because usually I need to eat my favorite dish. That is polpette. <laughs> the bowls with everything you need. Usually my favorite ones is something that I am actually improving at the moment are pumpkins bowls with obviously filled of tons of cheese. And this is the thing that I really like. Or um, also aubergine one is exactly another thing that I love. Or actually today I got a recipe from a friend of mine with um, chicken, yeah, chicken meat and lime. I'm going to, once that we are starting, I believe the Holy Week, I'm going to let you taste it. Polpette. Polpette, polpette di pollo. They are really so, good. But so you're, you're having polpette after the training or just after longer rides or... Or is there a difference? You, you, just, you just love polpette, so you have polpette also during the ride. Uh, okay, no, that's something that this is actually the homemade food that I was talking about, you know? Polpette. Exactly. You have something like your Tupperware in uh, the biggest uh, back pockets that you have on your jersey. You take them out with a fork and you eat it, and you are really happy. This is actually the spirit of bicycle that I love, so who cares? Or you know that I'm getting there, and this is a small bracket as usual, but I'm getting there on getting probably really soon something, one of these small bags that you're putting in your handle, on your handlebar. They are perfect for polpette, just for that. Not for the camera, not for everything, for polpette, and that's it. Yeah. I agree. So polpette is the way. <laughs> I will try it during the Holy Week. Let's, see. <laughs> Let's do that. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe right now we want to talk the main event about the main event. Mm. So we let's think about just position ourselves on the night before the Maratona delle Dolomite. I know exactly what we have, what we have eaten, but I want to know from you which one is your classic meal before a big event. I, I, I don't remember what we ate. Uh, really, I have... We ate more... Okay, I have uh, something like a make a count on how much pasta do we eat. We were four. Everybody must remember it. Uh, we were four and we have eaten more or less in one week, seven, eight kilos of pasta. So the night before the Baratona delle Dolomiti, we got um, two and a half, uh, yeah, 250 grams of pasta each. And then you attacked something like, I don't know, a huge a couple of kilos of bread and putting on top of it a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> That's what you have eaten that night. Yeah, it can be. Sounds, sounds like myself. So usually I, 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 before the race, I, I like to stuff myself with carbs. So that can be pasta, usually double dish of pasta or a pasta and a pizza or two pizzas or something similar. If possible, some soap proteins in the mix, uh, usually chicken or turkey. Something that it's easy to digest so you don't have many problems. But the important thing is that uh, yeah, the night before the event is, is important. But if the race is quite intensive, so five hours or something like this, more, 
um, I start fueling on carbs three days before. Oh wow! Okay. So I, I start around Wednesday to to have yeah 250 grams of pasta per meal. Um, and yeah. Okay, I can see the point. Uh, for me, the most important thing you were talking about starting filling with. Um, uh, carbs three day three days before for me the most important thing I don't want to I don't care actually of sounding like a boring person but that's how it works my body uh, because otherwise I get dehydrated and I don't like it but I stop drinking beer before something like the all holy week or whatever I stop drinking alcohol something like one month before because oh, yeah. otherwise yeah. I will suffer my body will suffer as crazy and as I was saying I don't care of sounding like boring person or whatever that's the only way my body works then during the week maybe I can drink is not a problem because I will I am many ways in a good threshold of uh, alcohol in my body so it's fine but one month before no alcohol at all and this works for me talking about the night before well usually um, you always for me it works that I need really to have a variation on the uh, the food that I have Otherwise, I get really tired. So it could be, I don't know, rice, it, uh, rice with something like, as you were saying, rice with chicken. My favorite food in that way is orange chicken plus, um, yeah, white rice, white curry rice and whatever with some zucchini close to it. But the most important thing is having a, a good amount of rice close to it even if it's problematic then to go to the bathroom. But that's good because the day after, the most important thing is not to poop below. Let's say we all we have all seen the Moulin one day, so that's what I think. And then this is the most important thing. Otherwise, I really like to eat, to eat pizza on uh, the night before because it's something like a variation. I usually, if I can be completely sincere, usually I get, uh, yeah, usually I get two pizzas. One really stuffed with a lot of stuff, something like salami or prosciutto or whatever, really fatty. And the second one is a margarita. <laughs> Just to keep yourself okay. <laughs> to balance, to, to average a bit. Okay. Exactly, exactly. You put taking something that one is completely fatty, the other one is averagely fatty. But two pizzas is the must for me. <laughs> and then what are you doing? What do you do usually the, the day for breakfast, the same day of the race, but for breakfast? Uh, I don't have a very fixed routine. There are some things that I, I like and I try to include uh, if I find them. So usually it's a couple of eggs, some rice again, um, some cereals, uh, some fruit, usually a banana, um, yeah, yogurt in the mix. But uh, yeah, I, I don't have a, a routine in that. Whatever, whatever I find, usually trying to stay on uh, on white carbs, um, so no no whole wet things. Um, yeah, fruit is always helpful, and I try to drink quite quite a lot. And well, yeah, then depends. Usually, I don't go for tea if I am riding with calamaro. Uh, there needs to be a coffee because I cannot escape. <laughs> if it's the Holy Week, there is also Donato, so I need at least two coffees. Exactly. Exactly. No, yeah, usually in this kind of situation, we are drinking coffee also the night before. It's a coffee machine, that guy. <laughs> That's the point. Your, yeah, I also drink a lot of coffee. the whole week. <laughs> no, the point is that I have some problems with the stomach. I was used to have ulcera, so I had to stop a bit of the coffee. In this moment, touching wounds that I cannot find. Wait a second, I have to move, guys. Okay, I touched wood and I was bouncing the microphone as well. But as I was saying, not having problems with the stomach, I'm also, just for to tell you, usually yesterday I had a long ride, I drink, I drink something like a huge machine of coffee, a huge mocha before to go out. Then I stopped two times to drink coffee, long coffee, and then I came back home and before to eat my lunch, I had another coffee. <laughs> because it's the thing that you have to do, otherwise you are dying. But coffee is more very important for me. For me, breakfast. If you want to talk about that, it's <laughs> shit. Lot of coffee. <laughs> That's the thing. First of all, but then it depends. Usually, the thing that gives me a bit more of power is doing something like overnight oatmeal. That's pretty important for me. To, so something like put the oatmeal and uh, cover it with um, soy milk or oat milk. 
is also really good because as I was saying, I don't drink dairy milk and then put it in the fridge overnight. Then the day after you're taking it out and you're putting inside, I'm putting usually inside banana and obviously peanut butter <laughs> because it gives the right taste to it. And um, yes, and then eat it and then close to it a smoothie with soy milk or oatmeal. Anyways, no dairy milk with a banana or strawberries or whatever to give yourself taste. And then I can be completely sincere. I can be out for a couple of hours um, without yeah without having any problem and uh, so this is the thing also chia uh, chia seeds are really good but they are a bit less fulfilling and straight after after I've been eating all these things and after um, drinking my smoothie and drinking a tots ton of coffee really is crazy usually i go out and then during the ride usually the thing that i do i don't have a scale on how to do these kind of things but usually i eat one bar just straight before something like i don't know five kilometers i would say but something like 10 15 minutes before the big climb and then during the climb one of two gels it depends on how much power I'm putting that and then try to eat before the downhill because I know already that the downhill will take ages and uh, obviously stopping at every every food point that you can find stop drinking a coffee and eating something and then you have fun uh, so there are food points during the the race never seen them uh, <laughs> no, uh, that's the point. That's the point because you are not enjoying riding the bus. No, no, you are just watching at your at unit over there and checking your numbers. That's what you are doing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what happened? No, you were not with us. But what happened at the Maratona delle Dolomiti that we stopped too many times before going <laughs> to Passo Giao, and then they told us, "Come on, guys, you are too late. You have to go back and do the short one." We are not. Yeah, yeah, you have to do it. No, we don't. Okay, give us, give us, then give me the number. We gave him the number the guy was checking, and then we went straight away. But the only pain in the ass was that from there till the end, and we're talking about 80 kilometers with the jaw in the middle, um, there was not at all any food point and we didn't stop. But yeah, <laughs> I had the bars with me. No, but fine. to be honest, also myself on the Maratona de la Dolomiti, I was stopping at the, at the food points because it was... Too much people, so if you are not starting ahead, there was no point in competing. So I was just taking it very relaxed and yeah, having snacks around. Yeah, it was fun. I still don't understand how you managed to. But okay, I, I don't want to know. <laughs> Go ahead. How you managed to miss the the food on the jowl? I mean, it was <laughs> the, the food point was there at the top. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but they were closing. Okay. When we arrived, they closed. They said, no way, you cannot stay here because it's too late. Okay. That's okay. okay. Yeah, but I remember that at the end, it was still open, the pasta party and stuff. I got ah, three then. or four dishes of tortellini. They were good. Yeah, they were good. They were good. Very good. Uh, yeah. I believe that I'm going to do, if I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do the maratona again only for the food at the end. It was really good. Oh, it's very well organized. Uh, from logistics to food to everything. Yeah, but we have other plans for next year. So <laughs> I think that the same day, I, uh, the same day of marathon of this year, I'm gonna be to a wedding, so I cannot. Are you getting married? No, 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 no. I would invite you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know that for sure. I would have invited you. So, and during the race, usually it's for you. It's the same uh, thing that you are doing on the other side, right? The way the, during the training. Yeah, I just add a little bit more. So uh, agile more per hour, but more or less. How do you carry out this food, man? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Big boxes. I, I, eat Big a, I eat a lot of, uh, of things on the on the bike. Okay. No, the another thing that you can do actually is do something like a recognition the night before and just leaving boxes of food around and something like behind the bushes or stuff like this. <laughs> It's yes. a good idea. That's probably... <laughs> ringing the bell, ringing the bell of houses, and say, "Can you just keep for, for me this huge box of cheap bar, please? Oh. I need that, <laughs> or this amazing tap of polpette, please." No. Sometimes during the race, uh, if you are really racing, you have a team member that is uh, holding for you some some yeah, some bottles of uh, maltodextrins or water plus a gel or two and a bar, so. That's the way 
Uh, yeah, yeah. If, if your name if your name is Chris Froome, yes, no, we have swag hats everywhere and domestics everywhere. For me, I'm alone, and actually, usually, I'm the one that is supposed to carry food for my captain. That are you? That is you. Actually. <laughs> uh, but I've eaten all the time already. When you ask me, can you give me a gel? No, there's nothing already. Sorry, man. It's, it was so good. It was chocolate. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it is like it is. It is like it is. But another question, going back to the serious stuff, even if, okay. Um, are you doing something like, I don't know, supplements and powders? And I remember you having an, um, a huge something like jar or whatever of uh, electrolyzed pills or whatever that you were eating for hydrating yourself every night. Are you still doing this? But, uh, during summer, I need them. So <laughs> without without some electrolytes, my body doesn't work very well. So because you just sweat a lot during, under the sun. And I find that it really, really helps uh, the whole body to, to work better. So that's something that I'm particularly keen on. Uh, I love them. I really feel the difference also when I, when I take them or, or not especially during uh, a week or so. During the single day, probably doesn't really change a lot because your body can adapt. But during a longer period, uh, yeah, it helps. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, makes sense. For me, I can tell you that I'm really bad on that and I'm going to do actually advertising to the best company of the world. But usually for me, the integration that I have, I try uh, to drink some Coke, Coca-Cola, um, because this gives you really the perfect boost of uh, sugar, caffeine as well. But also we are integrating really good with um, with Coke also during the ride, but especially after the ride. Or otherwise, I discover my new love that is Apfelschörle. What? Is the, Apfelschörle is the, sure? the German way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the German way to call um, apple juice and uh, sparkling water. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's perfect to get, but it's full of sugar. It's completely full of sugar. There's not the caffeine, so I can drink more coffees. And um, it's also really good for reintegrating all the salt and minerals that we are missing. Yeah, but what you mentioned before, also the, the Coke is, is amazing if you take it right after the ride, uh, especially yes. if it's longer, right? Or even if you take it during the ride, uh, because it has some ingredients that um, help you to avoid stomach problems. So it's not yeah. something to underestimate. So if you're used to having some troubles while you while you ride, having a, a small bottle of Coke, the 0.2 ones with you can really, really help. Yeah, usually it's the, it's the can. For me, it's the Coke, the Coke, the Coke can that's cocaine is not good to say especially related to cycling sorry for that but the can of coke let's put it in that way it's really the best for me because probably i don't know it has a bit more pressure so you're putting all these sparkling thing in your stomach and fix everything almost everything mm -hmm. try not to drink so much otherwise you have to stop on the bushes like somebody <laughs> that we talked about before uh, i think that we touched everything the last thing that we are missing is your everyday life eating regime yeah well, every day I, I try to but now it's off season so I, I don't really care too much I can gain I can gain some kilograms um, I'm happy either way but let's say that even in off season I try to calculate a little bit how much proteins do I need so I try to eat at least uh, a gram and a half per kilogram of weight. So I weigh around 65, 70 kilograms. So that means around 100 grams of protein per day. I don't really measure it like with gram by gram, but I try to stay north of 100 grams, which means that I have to take some supplements in, in this way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like uh, the usual shakes and powders, um, I tend to take one before I go to bed, half an hour before. That's some 20, 20 grams of proteins and some probably usually one when I wake up. So that's another 20. So it means that if I eat normally during the day, I have the, the missing 60 grams, which is enough for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, how are you mixing actually the powder? Well, it depends. Uh, I like milk, um, so 
So I like to mix it with milk. It may be coconut milk, it may be normal milk. I don't really have a preference, it depends on how I feel. Okay, okay. You? What's your approach? Yeah, actually, I usually have some uh, golden rules. And really, I don't, I usually don't sound super organized on uh, my eating or whatever, but because also the point is that the most important thing for me is it, uh, eating something that is tasty. Otherwise, I get in bored of foods pretty easy. And uh, that's not so good. And also because I like cooking or whatever. But for me, the most important thing, the thing that I usually put around is having one or, or two items of fruit uh, every day. Could be, I don't know, a banana and an apple. In this period, obviously, oranges and mandarins are the best thing. But having at, at least a couple of pieces because keeps you, let's say, in the right level of hydration with tasty things. And that's pretty important. And also on the other side, vitamins and potassium, talking about bananas. Usually banana, it's always one banana a day yeah, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's the best thing. Then uh, I uh, tried, I never, never, never drink um, the uh, dairy milk because I cannot really stand it. And uh, But I don't know, yogurt, I can eat it. Dairy yogurt is fine. And okay, tons of cheese is the only, almost the only way that I'm keeping the proteins at the right level because I eat meat not more than once a week. And uh, yes, then what I have, yeah, also pasta, even if, uh, okay, it sounds weird with the accent that we are carrying around, but usually I have pasta once, max twice a week, what? During, usually during the weekend. Oh. Yeah, 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 never eating pasta. Per day, once, twice per Not day. Uh, it, it, uh, are you eating lasagna tonight, right? Yeah, but I had pasta for lunch. <laughs> okay. 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 I mean, no, well, no, no, what happened to you? You're Italian. No, I, I know. I know. Well, what you happened see, to you, you during your stay in Germany? Well, what no, went I, on? I usually, it was the same. It was the same when I was back to Italy. I never eat You pasta. started eating potatoes? Exactly. Tonight oh, I'm going to have baked potatoes. Yeah, come exactly. On, that's a, that's betrayal. Potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's perfect. But I eat really, also they eat tons of bread. Give me also bread, usually in the morning for breakfast with avocado or stuff and uh, cream cheese and could be. And usually I don't eat the dried bread, but I usually eat normal bread as breakfast with also marmalade and stuff. So yeah, I eat a lot of bread, but not so much pasta. You're, I'm a bad You're a betrayer of your own country. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My ancient lords will hate oh, me forever. Okay. But then, apart from that, let me see what I else ever. And uh, yeah, and then chocolate. We should not miss at least once a <laughs> you week. You declared your love for chocolate already at the so, beginning. I'm here. I live in Switzerland, so that polpette must be there once slash twice a week. <laughs> and uh, then what else? Let me think about it. Yeah, avocado is also a really important part of my diet, even if I don't consider it a fruit. And then what I have? Okay, I usually drink beers only during the weekend. It depends on when the weekend starts. Sometimes it starts also on Wednesday night, but usually only the weekend. I don't drink it every day. And uh, I don't know. That's it, I believe, but, on my side. So you, you, you don't take any supplements, vitamins, or stuff like that? Are you talking about chocolate and ice cream, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't need. I don't. Uh, I know that outside there are a lot of organic stuff, pretty not chemical stuff or whatever. But I usually don't take any powder and electrolytes neither. And also, you know, that I don't like also during rides and long rides and races or whatever. I never put any kind of. Uh, electrolytes or stuff in my water i usually drink it like it is that's pretty dangerous though eh? uh, i see careful. yeah because yeah especially if you sweat a lot you, you use you you lose uh the properties uh, of your body to to work well if you don't integrate some electrolytes it can be very dangerous at very high temperatures so there have been a couple of cases of uh yeah, let's say people going <laughs> go yeah having problems so they had to stop and they had to finish the race because they were drinking only water so there were no other um things uh in in the drinks that they were having that could help to balance the the sweat that they were putting out 
Uh, okay. It happened a couple of times, especially during marathons, the, the people just collapsed. Okay, that's something good to know. But that's why actually why I moved to the Northern Europe, <laughs> because I don't like to ride the bicycle during the heat. So when it's super hot, I don't And do so it. that you can eat chocolate. <laughs> and I can eat chocolate. No, usually chocolate is banned, completely banned in the summer. Mm-hmm. Summer, not chocolate, because otherwise you're putting a really huge bar of chocolate in your backpack or in the, in the back pocket or whatever, and then it melts and it's disgusting, and then you have all your kids completely there. Yeah, yeah, you can drink it. Chocolate is banned. Yeah, yeah, um, you can lick it. So take out the shirt, because the jersey, because anyways, it's super hot. You don't need it, and lick it. It's perfect. I've seen people doing it. <laughs> and on fruits, what do you go? Just bananas or... I usually, as I would say, it depends on the season. Okay, like this so kind season of fruit. That's it. Yeah, season fruit. But yeah, this the constant of my life is bananas and strawberries because I'm in love with strawberries. And uh, avocado, but as I was saying, I don't consider it uh, as a fruit. It's a bit more... Avocado is amazing. Yeah, avocado is the perfect thing. And you know what, man? Avocado with a tiny bit of chocolate <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> It was this was a tip that Cecilia Troop uh, was uh, was giving to me. Cecilia is the is a really famous uh, cyclist. She is in the pro tour now. It has been some time. I interviewed her, and she's also we shared the same love for avocado. And she was telling me, put some chocolate on the avocado. You will not regret it. I can tell you, I cannot stop till then. And try adding some peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, usually you know what peanut butter. I usually do piece of bread that peanut butter and then on top of it marmalade something like strawberry marmalade it's wow another wow thing is greek yogurt uh chocolate and peanut butter mix those three things and (laughs) and you have a good moment tomorrow morning first thing tomorrow first thing that i'm gonna do in the morning is gonna be going doing grocery shopping and buying that Greek yogurt, peanut butter, and no chocolate. I have it at home. Greek yogurt, uh, jokes apart, uh, is amazing in cycling because it has a very high degree of proteins. Okay. So per, per serving, you have around, I don't remember how much, it depends a little bit on the size of the yogurt, but you easily find about 15 grams. Um, so helps a lot. Uh, another thing that helps a lot then are the red fruits, uh, and in particular, the, the beetroot uh, with the nitrates. So, yeah. Consider having more red fruits uh, and less apples. <laughs> okay, okay. You know that I was eating... We're talking a lot about our friend Audrey today, but I was eating Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. An amazing bar made of beetroot and the red fruit. I think it was some kind of berries. And it was really good. Even if beetroot, I usually don't like it. But yeah, if you put a bit of sugar, everything is good. <laughs> That's true. Okay, Simon, I would say that nobody needs here a summary or recap of what we said because we said too many fruits. Maybe the, the, let's say, one in that way, just wrap it up in that way. One single food, piece of food or whatever that should not miss for the ride. It could be during the night, so the night before, the breakfast or whatever. Just decide for one and I will decide for the other one. Hmm. Uh, what you really need, in my opinion, are carbs. Therefore, I'll go for pasta. Okay, pasta for me. Polpette! <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect thing. You cannot yeah, need it. <laughs> if, if it makes you happy, have your polpette. <laughs> I will, forever, forever. It was a pleasure to talk with you as usual. And for everybody who wants to follow Simon everywhere, I believe that instead of following Simon, that is not so... Uh, let's say funny in the social media even if he's a super funny guy but he's a boring guy at the same time uh, you can follow actually the team that he's riding with and his Eppinger team anyways everything is going to be in the description below yeah 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 confirm that so you are confirming that you are boring yeah I'm confirming that I'm boring but Eppinger team is quite more exciting <laughs> but in general uh, everything that uh, I explained about about nutrition for myself applies also to most other people that are racing in in a finger team. So in the general rule of thumb to stuff with carbs a couple of days before or to drink um, a lot of water before or yeah, to integrate the proteins during uh, the regular days. Uh, it's some, some helpful advice that 
can really improve you and your fitness long term? Well, I can say on the other side that everything that I already explained and I told you during this episode, nobody will really share the same feeling that I have and nobody will use <laughs> the same food ratio that I was using, but it's good. Yeah, so and nobody cares. will have the same love for polpetta as you do. Ah, uh, yes, nobody. I love it. I'm going <laughs> to, I cannot cook it tonight. I cooked that yesterday, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, ciao Simon, ciao, ciao. I will talk to you soon. Ciao. ciao. Yes, how to eat. I think and I hope that you really like this episode over here. Uh, usually I'm eating really in a messy way. For example, like yesterday morning after... Okay, yesterday morning was a bit messy because I received an email from my boss and I did it to work Saturday morning from uh, 9 o'clock till 2. The hell? But that's another story. So I was really eating in front of the computer because I really wanted to go out with the bicycle. Actually, with my 3T Explorer. Always thanks to 3T for this amazing bicycle that you provided me. But yeah, I wanted to go out with the bike. So I was eating in front of the computer in order to finish this task that my boss gave me on Saturday morning. I want to stress it. And so what I've eaten, I've eaten a piece of bread with avocado. Really, one one hand I was holding the bread. With the other hand, I was putting the avocado on top of it with the other end I was working it was pretty messy and then after it because I was still hungry and I was thinking okay I'm gonna go out in the freezing cold so I need to put a bit of calories in my body I've eaten a piece of pandoro with cream cheese and Nutella on top of it Yes, don't follow my tips, but anyways, you're gonna find super good that you follow you found already really really good tips about hitting on this podcast before in this episode what else to say thanks a lot to you guys and thanks a lot again to 3t for the amazing bicycle um maybe i can mention something else over there yes this week for me because i was mostly alone at home i was watching a lot of cool videos about mountain bikes but also about um some adventure the exploration 3 adventure that 3t is producing with this ambassadors and stuff they're pretty pretty cool they're pretty pretty interesting i'm gonna put some videos in the description below because in this cold winter you really need something to warm up your heart in order to um, arrive to the spring in a really perfect mood so thanks to 3t and thanks to the video they're producing as well and i'm super happy to be part of this family and then my contacts hello at calamaro.cc my email then the social media Calamaro CC on Instagram and Facebook and read Calamaro on Twitter and don't forget to share this amazing episode with all the people that are close to you just go to Spreaker or to Apple Podcasts or to Spotify and look for Broomwagon or Broomwagoon the one edited by Calamaro actually produced by Calamaro that's mine that's myself that's my voice share it around for now I am flying actually I'm really running super fast to catch the flight that is gonna take me to Berlin where for sure I'm gonna meet a lot of friends at the Rafa store and especially at the Tortuga cycle shop a bit of bugs with long time friends and also probably a ride next Saturday I will check over there if I can do something I will talk to you next week because we are always here also in this Christmassy shitty Christmassy period stop buying bullshit and maybe for Christmas, also also for the Black Friday that just was around, buy some experience. Maybe here I can add another couple of things. Experience like the Podi Adventure things, they went out with really cool new travels that you can do, and also Gran Fondo di Padova is another great adventure happening on March, and also there is a great thing because the surrounding there are amazing, or maybe don't forget about some of the best magazines that are around this week i just received the far ride magazine number nine they went out with the number 10 already this week they're gonna be shipping it to me i believe it's gonna arrive next week and also bikepacking the website bikepacking.com just went out with a journal and i was super lucky because i got one of the few issues of the number zero or number one that went out amazing things to read and nothing better so nothing else read a lot get a lot of experience eat as crazy as you can and talk to you next week bye